The Watch Time Show, sponsored by digital agency Mint Twist. Welcome to Watch Time, the show for marketing industry influencers looking for creative and digital ideas. We'll be exploring new technology, developments, and sharing the stories behind high-profile industry players. I'm Alexandra King from Mint Twist. Welcome to another episode of the Watch Time podcast. I'm Alexandra King from Mintwist, and today I'm going to be speaking to Ashley, who's the owner of Le Tavola Marche, which is a hotel and a cooking school in a stunning part of Italy. I discovered this cooking school when I was looking for a holiday for my family and I back in 2015, and I didn't want to do the sort of typical holiday, you know, just lie on the beach, go to the hotel, eat, go back to the beach, that sort of thing. I wanted to do something different. So I actually thought it would be a great idea to go to a cooking school in the middle of the beautiful Italian countryside and, you know, have a lovely bonding experience with my girls and my husband, learning how to make beautiful Italian pasta and pizza and so on, and uh, get to know the sights and sound of authentic Italy. And I have to say, it was probably one of the best holidays we have ever been, been on for so many different reasons. It was just all round. If I ask my kids now one of their favorite holidays, that is on our list. We also got to know and really love the owners, Ashley and Jason. Lovely people, very inspirational, excellent business people. And I thought, you know, that they really should come on the podcast because their story is one of bravery. It's one of managing relationships and adventure, having fun and having a sense of humor. So I thought, let's, let's learn something from them and get them on our show as guests. Hello, Ashley. Ciao, thank you so much for inviting me. It's great to hear your voice and see you again after these years. So Ash, just for our, our viewers, can you tell us a bit about your background and how it all started? Happily. So um, this was in 2006. Uh, my husband and I had been living in New York for eight years and we decided to get married. Jason was a professional chef and I had been working in private clubs um, doing kind of member relations, newsletters, helping members who were joining these golf and resort clubs kind of connect in different ways to the club they were joining. And we came to Italy on our honeymoon in 2006. And I'll never forget, it was, Jason was so brilliant. He said, why have a big wedding? Let's have a small wedding and a rockin' honeymoon. And that was kind of the quote that changed our life forever because we came to Italy and discovered a quality of life that we were missing in New York. Neither one of us have an ounce of Italian blood, but there was something about this place that spoke to us. And so we returned home and literally a year and a half later, we were living here in this farmhouse. We shut off our television, we started learning Italian, we wrote a business plan, um, I started a blog and website before we even had a property. <laughs> no, I thought, well, we've got a mission statement. I've got an idea. We know what the name want. We know of the name that we want it to be, but we didn't have an investor. We didn't have a property. We weren't even sure where we were going to be exactly. And I thought, well, it's important. This was, like I said, in 2006. I didn't even quite understand SEO, but I felt like it was important to start some history on the web and give ourselves some yeah. credibility and. How old were you guys? 25. I say if we could do it, anyone can. Because we had spent all of our money on the honeymoon and the wedding, and it was time to start wow. saving again. 
And so it wasn't that we uh, came from a bunch of money or even found a, a big investor. We just had the willpower to make it work. Kind of by luck, we found this place. And sure enough, we arrived in mid-December. Uh, so it was December 20th. And we got here right before Christmas. And wow. then our first guests were in March. Right. So that's, I mean, that's an incredible story because you're a proper entrepreneur in every sense of the word <laughs> where you literally no money, just this idea, this brave heart passion and off you go. It's an incredible story. What's the worst that could happen? If it all fails, we lived in Italy. At least we learned something from it. And thankfully it went forward from there. Although I'm sure you must have faced many, many, many challenges, the foreign country and all. Between learning the language, I would say the idea is an extended honeymoon, but the reality is quite a no. bit more work. Yeah. Um, but yes. So what are some of the, the challenges that you face? So obviously the language you need to be able to communicate and that's the only way you're going to really properly assimilate. And then, of course, the famous Italian bureaucracy, which can be uh, frustrating at times, to say the least. I remember you <laughs> and, talking about this. I remember. <laughs> well, and we're trying to get our citizenship now, so it just continues oh, wow. in other ways. But um, it's something that you have to realize. You have to learn how to navigate the bureaucratic waters. But in a sense, you had to still network the same way that you, you would have to in the States. You know, it's who you know and who can help you out. Absolutely. Like but also with language, I mean, if you just tell our listeners a little bit about where you are in Italy, because the region you're in, I'm sure, is mostly predominantly only speaking Italian. Is that right? Absolutely. So we are located in the La Marche, which is a little known region in Italy that is about, to put it into perspective for some people, it, we're about two and a half hours east of Florence. So go Tuscany, Umbria, La Marche, and then the Adriatic Sea. And wow. we're bordered by Emilia Romagna to the north and Abruzzo to the south. Um, it's a beautiful region. It's one of the largest in Italy, but it is very rural. <laughs> yeah, sorry, what's, the, what's the closest airport to you, just to give perspective? Is it Florence? So our um, actually, for anyone within the UK or inter-European, there is a airport in Ancona, which is about an hour oh. and a half away, and it's on the coast, so that makes it nice and easy. Otherwise, Florence and Bologna are both about two and a half hours drive. Okay, so you're in this gorgeous region, which is slightly, you know, it's off the beaten track. How do you yes. then take this, this, this 500-year-old farmhouse, this mad business idea, let's be honest, and then market it to, I suppose, to the world, to everyone in America and in the UK and so on. How did you do that? Well, I did it months before we ever arrived. At the beginning, we had started a website and a blog uh, when we first got the idea. I'll never forget Jason's grandma sitting in San Francisco with her before we moved. And I was starting this blog and she said, what is this? Who is even going <laughs> to read it? I mean, yeah. no, she didn't, no one knew what a blog was. Yeah, no one and knew. I said... <laughs> the idea that it's not a flash in the pan, this isn't paying for followers or paying for advertising or anything. It's a slow burn and it pays off in, yes, and pays off in years to come. So since we knew we had some time to grow the business, the first thing I had to do, and since we were living in a, choosing a rural area, a little known area, was always part of our business plan was first and foremost, even before we promote our business, we have to promote our region because yeah. you know, how will people know to come to us if they don't even know what they can do? And in it's the market? so much about the location, so much. And then 
it was also starting to just share our story so people could connect with us emotionally before they even got here. Yes. I just got to put it out there. And that was the other thing. I, in New York, when we had the plan to move and as we were starting to, as this was all starting to unfold, I told anyone and everyone that would listen. I didn't care. <laughs> well, I think one of the things that connects with people too is um, not sugarcoating everything. It's more honest. It's more real. It's more relatable as well than always it just being rose-colored glasses, you know? Yeah. Well, even if you take one element of your business, which is actually a huge element, which is your gardening. I mean, you have a massive plot and on that plot, you have all sorts of different vegetables, but I know how it is. You're so dependent on the weather. Any farmer would have those problems. So you've got to run this cooking school, cook all the food, look after the guests, make sure the hotel, the inn is tidy, but then you've also got all that to actually put food onto the table, which is fresh, authentic Italian food. And you're relying on the elements and that within itself, I know as a gardener is, it's a humongous challenge. It is. It drives Jason crazy at times because yeah. like this year he wanted it to be his glory garden and he ended up with a broken shoulder and then oh, wet, wet cold uh, mornings and nights and the tomatoes don't look the way he wanted. The pumpkins yeah. look fantastic, but you always have kind of a yin and yang. Oh, it's starting to rain. I hope it still works okay. Fingers <laughs> um, <but> crossed. <laughs> something that you're extremely good at besides you know, putting yourself out there and all the bravery is having this creative eye to be able to really tell, you know, what looks good and how to portray something in the right way. Like you're saying, to either tell a story or to entice someone. How do you go about coming up with such creative content? Like where, do you have a plan in mind before you start? Or, I mean, how does it work? Well, thank you. Um, I think it comes from, a long line of big fish storytellers in my family, first and foremost. And then I majored in theater. And oh. so I think there's this creative uh, putting on a show for me. Yeah. And I remember Jason at one point had said, are you going to be okay not doing acting and not doing these things? And I said, are you crazy? We put on a show every night with our guests. I said, I set the stage, whether it's the table, yeah. we put the lighting on and we have the totally. little low lights. I said, we put on our costumes. We have our um, monologues, dialogues, all yeah. of these stories we share. We do a dance between the two of us of trying to keep it and look so smooth and effortless. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, no, I, I put out a show, I put out a production. Yeah. Every night we have guests. I, I always put my mind in what do I want to see as the... Yeah as the guest, how would I want to, what experience would I want to have? And then you start to see tons of videos or tons of photos where things start to look too perfect. And then it makes me want to switch it up and go back to my phone and use things that feel more unedited, a little bit more raw and real and yeah, not so pretty it. and perfect. That's it. It's and almost like, it, it is like in acting that you don't want to see that the actor or actress is acting. You want it to be real. You want to believe it. And that's, it's, it's quite, that's a difficult thing to do, but you're doing it. It right. is. I think when it comes to doing our videos things, Jason is excellent on camera because he has such contempt for it. So <laughs> there's no, uh, he's not cheesy or anything no, like that. He's he just really it. He wants to get it up. done. Yeah, what you see totally. is what you get with him. He's got no patience for any nonsense. It's like, let's get it done now. Let's do it. Exactly. It's so, it's so good. Exactly. And then when it comes to some of like the marketing material, I try to just, some stuff 
videos, I try to have an idea beforehand, but I like the idea also of much more the um, kind of run and gun. It can create arguments at times for Jason and I, because I'm not as good at getting certain settings right or yeah. getting the audio always set perfect. And I tend to figure it out later and make it work with what I've got <laughs> yes. instead of being really planned out, which is I can he, he's see much that better at that. You. I can de definitely see that. Oh, I just lost my train of thought of what I was going to say with that, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> sure. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know where I was going to go all of a sudden. It just if it's gone, it's out. gone. So you're on Facebook. You have your Facebook. own website. What else? Yep, we've got Facebook. Of course, our website, Um, We have a YouTube channel for okay. a mix of our style edited videos and then live videos from cooking classes to just do doing things down in the garden, um, like little updates of what's going on down there. Um, I love Instagram, sharing the photos and little yeah. quick stories on that. And we have a podcast as well. Podcast okay. from Italy is where you probably get the truest taste of Jason and I. And yeah. because we do it having coffee in the morning, um, we sit at the kitchen table or somewhere around here and just kind of share stories, tell the good, the bad, the ugly, the nitty gritty. You're working with, you know, with your husband every day. And I, I met Elliot at work and we do our work overlaps in a sense. And, and that's amazing that we can work together, but I know that that's not always possible. You have to have personalities that gel. So how do you guys keep the marriage, you know, everything fresh and, and be such good business partners? It takes patience and a sense of humor. Yes, um, and humor is good. <laughs> to know when to let it, to know when to let it lie or let yes. it roll. He's very sharp. He's very, um, uh, his timing is spot on. There's a regiment got, to it. Yes. It's very good. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And he's got an incredible sense of pride. So I've had to learn to, and I'm a, like I said, a little more loosey goosey at times. Yes. So I've had to learn to uh, understand when to not take it personal because it's got to be something that can last and that you can find this balance um and also at the same time not only doing things you're uncomfortable with but understanding each other's strengths i've always said we don't both yeah. have to be the best at the same thing he i can't cook he can't reply to an email ash for anyone else who has a has a crazy idea of you know completely changing their lives and starting a business in a foreign country tomorrow uh, what advice would you give them do it. Why not? Do it. <laughs> do it. That's it. <laughs> do it. Do your homework. Yeah. Research it as much as you can. Become an expert in the um, field that you're getting into, if you're, especially if you're not already. But what you've said there, that just do it, that is by far the, the biggest stumbling block. So perhaps it's like you've said, take those little tiny little steps to move towards actually doing it and getting it done. Because, you know, if people could just overcome their fears, it would be fantastic wouldn't it i think that's what holds so many people back is and this is what causes when people like uh change their life and do something like what we did there can be a lot of weird reactions to it and 
you know, we kind of joke haters are going to hate and be prepared that people might respond to this new venture in your life in different ways that you weren't expecting yeah. and not always positive, but realize that that can be because maybe they, it's more of a reflection of what's going on with them. The fact that you can interpret it like that is a very healthy thing to do mentally because it's very, very hard when people resist you, especially those around you to be able to take that first step, which is the most difficult thing that you will ever do. And it's, it, it is thinking about it in a, in a sensible way to say, if someone has a problem with it, it's normally a, a problem or insecurity within themselves. It's not you. Exactly. The more they said you couldn't do it, the more yeah. I thought, to hell with this, I'm gonna do it. Any, did you lose any friends over it? Um, not so much friend. Well, of course, like certain coworkers and stuff got weirdly disconnected. Um, sadly, some family members almost oh. felt like, um, we had moved on in a different way. Like in New York, they'd come to visit and we were very close. But then when we came out here, there, there's not only a nine hour time difference from where mm. I live to where my family is in Seattle, but, um, some family was incredibly, incredibly supportive and yeah. others, uh, kind of almost took a step back and uh, Jason's grandma, the same one who had no idea what a blog was, she asked yeah. us what we were running from, which we thought oh. was the weirdest question. Oh. And it was like the law. Like, what do you think we're running? No, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's funny. So what are you front running from or what are you running towards? You know, the, 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 the goal, yeah. the Olympics, it's what are you, it's, it's the, it's the mindset, but you know, I suppose mm -hmm. you can't fault, you know, if, if someone has experienced certain things and, and perhaps had bad experiences when taking risks then of course they would be risk averse and they don't necessarily always mean badly it's just that from their perspective and what they've gone through it would be a very you know what are you running from what do you you know just make your life secure here you know put yourself exactly in a bubble and cushiony and and that's not you know that's not always the right thing to do so it is trying to interpret you know, why are they saying that? And actually look at yourself and ask yourself the questions, you know, what am I doing? What do I want? Mm -hmm. And uh, a positive edge, you can't go wrong with a positive edge on life, a positive outlook, can you? I agree. Uh, I agree. <laughs> life is there this for the taking. Where, exactly. This is where Jason and I have that balance where I'm a the passionate dreamer and he's kind of pokes holes in it and tries to balance this out and is a bit more feet on the ground, which you need a little bit of both at times to do something like this. Ashley, I mean, thank you so much for joining us. We've loved every minute of listening to your inspirational, you know, moving story. And I hope that it does genuinely mobilize people, not just to start their own adventures, but to come and see you at your inn, sit down and have a glass of wine, eat that. I mean, your food, your food. I just, there are no words to explain how mouthwateringly delicious it is. I'm so hungry right now. Just thinking, I know what gets cooked in that inside that farmhouse and I get hungry. Just, it's, it's why I married a chef since I can't cook this way. I'll never go hungry. Perfect. So just, just uh, for anyone listening. So where exactly can they find you once more uh, to learn more about you and come visit you? 
Absolutely. We're super social. Reach out and connect. We're always happy to chat. And you can find us at latavolamarche.com, which is L-A-T-A-V-O-L-A-M-A-R-C-H-E. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at latavolamarche. You could follow me on Instagram and our photos and kind of behind the scenes pics at Ashley Bartner. And our podcast, which is just podcast from Italy on iTunes, Stitcher, all of the usual suspects. Oh, Ash, thanks so much once again, and we hopefully will see you very soon. Thank you so much for having me. Ciao, ciao. So that was Ashley from La Tavola Marche in and cooking school in Italy. I think it's safe to say that bravery is an absolutely essential component of any business plan, as is the ability to get along with others, to have the right mental attitude where you know, if you have that resistance, you're just able to stand up to it and interpret it in the correct way versus taking things personally and letting them stop you dead in your tracks. And to really, you know, as she said, go for it. So uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you want to listen to any of our other podcasts, please visit us on mintwist.com for more information. Have a good day. And that concludes today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, do subscribe to get subsequent episodes automatically. In the meantime, if you'd like to find out more about digital marketing, please visit mintwist.com. Thanks so much for joining us and see you again soon.